Welcome to Stories from the Midland, historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. In this episode, we'll be talking about the historic draw of dude ranches in Teller County. This episode was written by Trevor Phipps and is being presented to you by Tommy Allen. Back in the 1800s, many people came to Teller County for a variety of reasons, but vacationing remained high on the list. Some of the first major structures built in the Woodland Park area were hotels to cater to those who wanted to travel to the area and experience the beautiful scenery. Years later, in the early 1900s, the Skelton Summer Ranch Resort opened and it marked the first guest or dude ranch to come into the area. Even though the life of the Skelton Ranch was short, it became the first of many similar ranches to come into the high country. According to the Ute Pass Historical Society's book, Discovering Ute Pass Volume 2, Tales of the Upper Ute Pass, dude ranches focused less on raising livestock like normal ranches did, but instead they concentrated on giving tourists an exciting vacation in the Wild West. This meant that these great ranches would provide visitors an experience that included horseback rides, good home-cooked food, campfires, and other activities like golf, swimming, or tennis. At one point, Teller County was known as the hotspot for dude ranches, but many of them have come and gone through the years. There still are, though, ranches in the area like the M. Lazy C Ranch and the Triple B Ranch that operate as guest ranches, which are similar to the dude ranches of the region's past. The following is a list of a few of the most famous dude ranches that came into the Ute Pass region, starting with the Skelton Ranch in 1905, all the way to the Triple B Ranch, which is still in operation today. Skelton Ranch. When Judge William Skelton and his wife Lizzie first purchased the 400-acre ranch around three miles west of Woodland Park near what is now the Tranquil Acres subdivision, they turned it into a resort ranch that quickly became well-known. The ranch's facilities that could accommodate 250 people at $15 per week included 30 guest cabins, a 10-room house, a log dining house, a large three-level barn, a 104-foot long chicken house, and an assembly hall with a large stone chimney. The ranch operated until 1916 when the Skeltons sold it to a shoe company executive from St. Louis who wanted to convert the property into a stock ranch. However, the resort buildings were torn down in 1940 and the property became part of the Pike National Forest in 1960. Brockhurst Ranch In 1934, Henry and Lulu Brockhurst turned the ranch Henry inherited from his grandmother in Green Mountain Falls into a dude ranch. In its heyday, the ranch offered good food and trail rides to the mountains around it. In the 1950s, Brockhurst moved a livery that was located in downtown Green Mountain Falls to the ranch and he turned it into Henry's Red Barn. The barn became a famous spot of the soldiers stationed at Fort Carson to come and drink beer and dance. The Dude Ranch operated until 1961 when the Brockhursts donated the land to become a camp for troubled boys. 
the Brockhurst Boys Ranch operated until the 1980s when it was sold. The property is now owned by a church. Herman Ranches. Lee and Fritzy Herman quickly gained fame after they got married in New York and decided to open up a law firm together. However, shortly after they made news across the country as being a rare husband and wife lawyer team, they decided to tour the country with children until they settled in West Cliff, Colorado and started their first ranch. The Hermans operated the ranch for 10 years before they decided to move their operation to a piece of land west of Woodland Park near the town of Edlow and opened the Quarter Circle H Ranch in 1937. The ranch was first started as a dude ranch for boys and girls ages 18 to 22. After another 10 years, the Hermans decided to expand their operations when they purchased the old El Rancho Tejas property northeast of Woodland Park in 1947. The Hermans then decided to turn their new property into a ranch just for girls and have their other ranch just for boys. The two camps attracted young men and women from big cities across the country like New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles, and they held a melodrama at the end of the summer every year that included both camps. Both ranches ceased operation in 1960, but afterwards Rick and Till Herman opened and operated the Pikes Peak Ranch for boys and girls at the Silver Spur location for several years in the early 1960s. The land where the Silver Spur once sat is now empty and none of the original buildings remain. Some of the cabins that were part of the Quarter Circle H Ranch still exists and are now being used for affordable housing. Paradise Ranch The Paradise Ranch in Woodland Park officially opened in 1937 and then when Frank Snell purchased it in the 1940s, it quickly became one of the most popular dude ranches in the United States. The ranch had over 300 head of horses and it could accommodate 200 guests. The ranch offered horses for all of their guests and they held special events like stagecoach races and a rodeo every Sunday on the ranch's own rodeo grounds. In 1952, the ranch suffered from a fire that destroyed the main lodge building. But less than a year later, Snell rebuilt the lodge bigger and better than before. Snell eventually sold the ranch in 1970 and all of the outbuildings were sold off in 1978. The lodge operated as a motel and a restaurant for a few years until the building was destroyed in 2017 after sitting empty for several years. Triple B Ranch Alberta and Bud Burns first purchased the land that is now the Triple B Ranch in 1945 to use as a working ranch or farm. But after several efforts to grow food and raise animals like rabbits failed, the couple opened the ranch up as a dude ranch in 1949. The ranch offered many activities for their guests, including trail rides around the property. Since Alberta Burns had experience as a nurse, she quickly became known as the town's emergency doctor. As the stories go, it was common for Burns to clear the dinner table while feeding her guests to tend to someone with injuries. 
Throughout its history, Teller County and the surrounding areas have had many attractions to draw visitors. To honor the ranches of the region's past, the Ute Pass Historical Society has been working on a documentary film to educate people about them. The video should be completed this fall. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And should you find yourself surrounded by old ranch buildings and horses, be ready to ride. We look forward to having you join us next time for more Stories from the Midland.